Hey, what up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. For those of you who don't know, I'm Dave Driggs, a.k.a. Bro Driggs. We got something special in store for you today. So get your pen and your paper out, clear your hearts and mind, and enjoy. My mission is to, to make loving God cool. Um, cool in the, in the sense where... You know, I want I want I want everyone to be proud and not have to hide the fact that they love Christ. Um, if you if you were to go to a local high school and you know try to identify the Christians and ask questions, I guarantee you before they raise their hands, they're going to look around and see who is watching them or who is looking at them, right? So my mission here is not just for the youth, not just for the adults, but for everybody. I want to make loving Christ cool. All right. And I want to encourage everyone and let everybody know that it is cool. It's pretty dope to love Christ and to have a walk with him. Right. So with this with this with this sense of cool, let's let's put some longevity behind it. Usually when things are cool over time, that their cool factor fizzles out. We're, that's not what we're here for. We're here for the long haul um, to give a little context. Um, you know, if, if, if back in the late 80s, early 90s, you had a Mercedes Benz. You had some, uh, you had some clout, right? You had a little status, right? 2016, if you got a Mercedes Benz, you got a little bit of clout, you got a little bit of status, right? So that's that's the same kind of the same aspect I want to put on this cool factor uh, with with walking with Christ and loving God. Will there be others that judge you? Uh, absolutely. Um, but 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 we shouldn't let that deter us from from walking with Christ and loving God as he loved us. You know, we want to love our neighbors just as as Christ loves us. Right. Um, we want to we want to send that love even to those who judge us. You know, um, we can't we can't allow ourselves to be consumed by judgment, you know, uh, because we're choosing to walk with Christ, whatever that whatever the naysayers may say. Right. Uh, we, we have to be strong and confident in our walk with Christ. And even with those that judge, I mean, think about it. They, we're going to be judged on everything, right? Not just on our walk with Christ, but the type of shoes we wear, the way we dress, the way we get our hair cut, um, the way ladies get their hair done, um, the, 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 the schools that we choose to send our children to, um, you know, countless, the type of cars we drive. Everybody's going to have something to say about it, right? And with that being said, that kind of brings us to to a story um, in, in John 4 where Jesus is talking to the woman at the well, right? And then this, in this conversation, Jesus is breaking all types of like social norms as to what's acceptable for someone of his nationality, um, gender, and social status, right? So he's definitely taking a risk here on how he's perceived and his cool factor. So th- those are things that he's, you know, he's putting in jeopardy, right? He's taking a risk. However, in this conversation, he does say something very poignant about the idea of cool, right? And, and, and this is where I want you guys to kind of make sure you follow me, right? Jesus says, that's the kind of people the Father is out looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before him in their worship. Message. So, <laughs> before I go on, I, I want to make sure I explain this message uh word I just used so there, there was a movie back uh, long, back in the 90s um, don't be a menace I uh, don't know how to say the whole movie name but don't be a menace everybody knows it as so in this movie 
Kenan Ivory Wayne was the mailman, so he was delivering mail to everybody's house in the neighborhood. However, whenever there was something that they wanted us to hold on to or take away from the movie um, or an actual a message, right? Kenan Ivory Wayne will pop up out of nowhere and just say, message. So that's something that we're going to kind of we're going to kind of take that and, and implement implement that into our format. Um, when there's something I want to make sure that you know I hammer home, make sure you guys hold on to and take away from this uh, podcast. I, I'm going to say message, you know, so that way if you have to rewind it, definitely do so, um, so that you can catch it right. So again, you know, <laughs> Jesus says. That's the kind of people the Father is out here looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before Him in their worship. Yeah, that's that's definitely a message. Um, I think that's something to help us kind of deal with the judgment aspect of being a follower of Christ, someone who loves Christ. Um, we don't have to worry about people judging us. We can go to God and be confident in our in our walk with God and our love for God. And not have to be concerned with those who are judging. So I'm going to give you a quick story. Um, When I was a teenager and, you know, the ministers would, you know, make the altar call. They would open up the altar to come down for prayer. And for for us that that are in church, we all know when when the altar call comes, the minister is kind of going down a list of reasons to come down to the altar. Right. And. Someone like myself, I didn't want to go when that that piece or that relevant piece that the the minister was speaking on because I felt like I was going to be judged. My friends at church or my parents or, you know, the adults were going to pretty much single me out as, oh, he's disobedient to his parents or he doesn't listen. He's doing bad in school. I I I was concerned with that. I was image conscious. Right. And what I would do was. Because I knew I needed to get down to the altar, what I would do was wait for them to wait for the minister to finish going down his list of criteria or situations that, you know, people were going through that required prayer or needed prayer. So once he was done with that and right before the minister would start praying, I step out into the aisle and come on down. So I'm at the rear of the pack that's down at the altar. I mean, yeah, it, I guess it worked, but it was also saying that I was somewhat ashamed of Christ, right? And that's, and that's something I definitely don't want to do, and that's something I don't want to encourage. I, I want to make sure that I am pushing you guys to go to the altar when you need to and not worry about who's looking, right? The purpose of going to the altar is to leave those burdens there. It's an open form for you to talk to Christ, you know, to, 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 to get rid of all those heavy Everything that you've been through over the week, um, you know, that's that's weighing heavy on you. Let's let's leave it there and let God take those burdens for us. Let him take those on. Right. So now at, at, the, at church now on Sundays, before the pastor or minister even gets started going down that list of criteria, I'm there. I'm, I'm already there. I'm not image conscious. I'm not concerned with what anyone else in that church is thinking. You know, I'm there. Right. I'm there at the altar on my knee and I'm talking to God. I'm telling him, thank you. Thank you for the week that you've allowed me to get through everything that's went on throughout that week. And then even if there's something, even if I had like the greatest week ever. Right. I'm saying, thank you, Lord. 
I'm just saying thank you. Just just giving him thanks because it could have been the other way. So with me kind of being proactive about going to the altar, this is where that cool factor comes in. I want to make it okay. I want to make it, you know, I want to set that trend of coming to the altar and not being judged. So as we are, you know, getting our cool on for Christ and we're, we're swagged out as Christians, right? You know, I, I can definitely say as, as a follower of Christ that my swag is definitely on another level. You know, when I was in high school and college, I thought I, you know, I thought I had swag. Then, man, my swag is on a whole nother level now. And, and, I, and I can't do anything but thank God for that. However, I do want, want you guys to understand that it's, it's definitely a process to, you know, to, to, to following Christ, right? To being, to being cool for Christ. There's, there's, there's definitely a process and you have to trust that process. And it's going to, it's, it's not, it's not the easy, it's not real easy, right? Because, you know, especially as a, as a young, as a young person, as a teen, you know, when you're in your, um, they call them the impressionable stages or impressionable years, right? We're, we're concerned about what others, our peers think and say about us, right? We, we, we're, 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 we're image conscious. Okay. And, you know, there's situations that are going to, Arise that are going to test our, our 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 love for Christ. It's gonna it's going to test our faith. Um, it's going to test our, our relationship with God. It's it's all of the above. But we have to trust the process, right? So there, you have to make in all that we do, we have to make a choice whether we're going to operate in the flesh or operate in the spirit, right? And this is where I'm gonna going to kind of touch on another. Uh, a Bible verse, right? I'm going to go to go to the text, right? And I'm going to go to Proverbs three. Proverbs three, verse six. It reads, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight." Right. So that's pretty much telling us we have we 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 got a choice to make, okay? And the trust the choice that we need to make is either. Trusting in the Lord or leaning on your own understanding, right? However, in the text, it's telling us not to lean on our own understanding, right? But to trust in the Lord. And that, and this is that process that I'm talking about. You got to trust the process, right? And when we trust, well, if we trust the process, that means we're giving God the utmost faith, right? We have the utmost belief that he's going to put us in favorable situations and he's going to get us out of unfavorable situations, Right. So when we trust in the Lord with all our heart, we have we, we 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 have to follow him and the things that he's instilled in us. We go to the text. We go to prayer. Those are the kind of the tools we use when we're trusting in God. Right. But when we lean on our own understanding, we have no choice but to, you know, get in our feelings and, and, and allow our feelings and our flesh to guide those decisions. And we don't want to do that. Right. And in all your ways that we submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I got a, I got a quick little 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 story here. So I, I listen to a lot of motivational speakers and and, and, and pastors or whatnot um, in, the, in the mornings when I'm in the gym working out. And yes, I do. I listen to gospel and I listen to preachers in the mornings in the gym when I'm working out. I'll, I'll touch on that in another time. But anyway, so. Um, E.T., Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, he was 
talking about um, trusting the process and sticking to your core, right? And the, the analogy he gave was like, it hit home because I'm, I'm an avid sports fan, right? So the analogy that he used was talking about Floyd Mayweather. You know, he said he never, never watched the Floyd Mayweather fight because he just didn't buy into all the hype, right? So he watched the, uh, the, the, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight and, you know, he didn't see what all the fuss was about. He was... You know, he didn't see why everybody was so upset about the outcome of the fight or how it happened, right? Because it wasn't a, a brawl and, you know, they weren't out there in the middle of the ring going toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, right? So what E.T. touched on was how and why Floyd Mayweather is undefeated. Floyd Mayweather is undefeated because he sticks to his core. He sticks to his technique, Right? He, he's going to get in the ring. He's going to box you. He's going to play defense. He's going to hit you and let you not hit him, right? So that's his technique. So what happens is his opponents, they get frustrated, right? Because they can't hit him. So they, you know, and because he's he's bobbing and weaving, playing defense, they can't hit him, but he keeps hitting them. So what they do is they abandon their technique, right? They, they get in their feelings, right? They allow their feelings to take over. And when they abandon their technique and abandon their core, their training, right, that's when they open themselves up for the beatdown, right? And Floyd just gets in there and tag them. You know, by the 10th, 11th, 12th round, they're so frustrated. Floyd just taking advantage of them, and he's just, you know, killing time to let the fight the fight in because he's already, he's done his damage, right? He got in their head and it's over, okay? So we take that back to our text, and we say we trust in the Lord with all our heart. Right. That's sticking to our technique. OK, that's sticking to our core. Right. And leaning out on your own understanding. That's not allowing our feelings to, to step in or getting frustrated and allowing our abandoning our technique of trusting in the Lord and allowing that to take over. Right. We're not doing that. Right. And again, in all your ways, submit to him and he'll make your path straight. Meaning, hey, if you submit to him and keep to your training. Right. And stick to your core. You're going to make it the length of the fight. Your, your opponent's going to get frustrated. Whatever your opponent can be, your trials and tribulations that you go through on a day-to-day basis. It can be a co-worker, a situation at work, at home. You know, that could be your opponent. As long as you stick to your core, right, of trusting in the Lord, right, and not leaning on your own understanding or abandoning your technique, you know, he he make your path straight, meaning he's going to give you the victory. As we wrap this session, I want to say thank you. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. But make sure you stay tuned. We got a lot more great things in store, from interviews to exclusive one-on-ones. And, of course, we're going to keep bringing the heat with the background tracks. All right? But before I let you go, I want to leave you with this. Just stick with it. What seems so hard now will one day be your warm-up. Put God first and you'll never be last. I'm out.